It's a beautiful day in your neighborhood. A beautiful day in your neighborhood. Won't you hate with me? Won't you hate with me? Hey, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to season one where we have all of our neighbors and everything they do that ignores us. Uh, annoys us. Shit, god damn it. Season one, episode 40 of da -da 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 -da! Uh, Hate Napkin. All right, folks. Uh, I am your co host, Eric, joining you from Columbia, South Carolina. The armpit of the devil's asshole, as I like to call it. And now we've got a special guest, Carla from Burnt Corn, Alabama, the actual devil's asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like there's going to be a competing license plate, <laughs> sort of a gong going on over this. Uh, yes, okay, Alabama, South Carolina, both competing to be the devil's asshole. Uh, okay, and uh, she is the uh, local proprietor of the uh, Dairy Queen and the uh, um, wordsmith extraordinaire of the Burnt Corn Gazette and... Register and Tribune. Register and Tribune. One of these days, I will get it right. But she is joining us there. She's the Paul Lynn Center Square special guest star. Uh, we're also not joined today by our special co-host, Garrett. Also who's from Garrett? Columbia, who's uh, probably sitting in his bed while his children deliver like breakfast in bed to him and living like a king eating peeled grapes. So here we are working hard to uh, document all first world hate problems. We're also joined uh, again by Polly from Bali, our sound engineer, expat extraordinaire, who's uh, again joining us from the killing fields of Phnom Penh. This is where you say something, Polly. Oh, uh, is this thing on? <laughs> God. The sound engineer asks, is this thing on, folks? <laughs> and this this is why we have followers and dozens of followers from mother's bedrooms all across the United States, from Titusville to Topeka to Port Angeles, Washington. Just straight into the molten lava pool of hate. Uh, who's got something? Who's dying? Who's, who's, who's I got something. Burning? I got something, and I maybe I'll ask uh, Carla if this applies to the Dairy Queen and Burt Corn. But uh, the hard hand soap, the hard hand soap in public baths, public oh, bathrooms, oh, oh. with the hard hand soap that just gets dirty. It you see the dirt on it. It's nasty. You see these in gas stations. Just buy the liquid soap. Your fucking business. Buy the liquid okay. soap. I banned bar soap at the Dairy Queen. I went to um, the Costco about 40 miles away because the only thing in burnt corn is the Dairy Queen and the newspaper office. <laughs> and um, I bought a gallon of liquid soap. And I probably have the only liquid soap in town, but I found that sales went up exponentially for those people who cared about sanitation. Um, so yeah, I understand. It's not the nastiness of the bar itself that's actually stuck to the sink. It's the pube that invariably ends up <laughs> stuck to it. And I can't figure out where they're washing. Well, right. I, I think this, this ties into a previous segment, too, because 
What also concerns me are the, the uh, pubes that you find in the gas station food bottles and jars. Like you'll, you'll reach into the pickled egg jar and you'll see like a clump of pubes. And okay, say, I want, I want you, to stay, you, I want you, to stay focused on topic here. I have more just, to say about the pubes on the bar soap. Interrupting so, penalty box. And in ta at Tanyin, Tanyin News in Vietnam, Ho Chi Minh City, they had an English language newspaper. Someone at this newspaper was taking the hand soap and bringing it into the bathroom stall and obviously making it ass soap. And then they would leave the hand soap on the top of the toilet. And I would come back out into the office and I'd be like, who's, who's doing the ass soap thing? And I just had a meeting. This guy now works inside the consulate in Ho Chi Minh City. And I had a meeting with him about two weeks ago. And I, I questioned him, who do you think was leaving the ass soap? Now, there were two Indian guys uh, that worked there, and they're good friends of mine. And I don't think it was the Indian guys, because they, they're very sanitary. They shake with the left hands. So I, I kind of right. I immediately eliminated it Harry could have been, it could have and been Rada. right. It could have been right hand soap. It could have been right hand soap. Right. So hi, Harry and Rado. Sorry. But I immediately eliminated, eliminated them from the suspect list. And the other, only other guy was this guy, John. And I think it might have been John with the ass soap. So any case, I'm still investigating. It's, it's one of these like 12-year investigations that I'm doing. It's a long one. Man, I, hate, I hate ass could, soap investigations. This could be an upcoming uh, on Nancy Grace or, or Dateline. It could be. It could be. Because no. I would kill the person doing it. <laughs> Here, here's the other thing. Invariably, whenever you go to a gas station and there happens to be like bar soap, it's 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 a brand that it's like a kind of a it's always marbled soap. It's never like a straight up color. It's always marbled. It's like uh, you know, it, it's various shades of color to begin with. And then you're like, but or is it? You're like or has this bar been somehow colored by, by various parts of the body? Yeah. I also have to say, how fucking stupid do you have to be in 2021 to use bar soap in a gas station or public place, period? As I think dumb as is, it is to not know what year this is? 2022. <laughs> <laughs> He's saying it was... It was stupid two years ago. Now it's just really stupid. Right. Now it's even more pre-COVID. It was stupid. Yeah. Don't cover for him. Don't cover for him. Listen, I might be stupid, but I'm not public bar so stupid. Right, right. Public he's, bar. He's he was stupid two years earlier. Oh my god. Okay, but seriously. How stupid do you have to be to use the bar soap in a public restroom? I mean, wouldn't you just walk out? I mean, I mean, I mean, your your hand was on your genitals. Who cares? Walk out. You, now, don't now you know why I, I keep hand sanitizer on me. Okay. Here, you know, and this brings this segues into at my at my gym, the gym I go to seven days a week, the bathroom. So they've got these uh, blowing you know, air 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 dryers right folks this is an example of why you should number one this episode why you should never use 
public bathroom bar soap or air dryers ever. So all over the wall next to the air dryer in my gym is black mold. <laughs> if so that doesn't tell I, you I've something read, about uh, what's going on. I've read studies that it actually is, it is, it is spewing like poop chemicals and right fecal it, matter air, right. uh today's Thank episode you. brought to you by thn bathroom air dryers spewing fecal matter everywhere <laughs> thn <laughs> air dryers for your fecal matter needs what the fuck oh this show is digressing cambodia cambodia and also brought to you by cambodia Oh my God. No, listen, air dryers also need to go in the head nap. I didn't even have this plan, but here we go. Air dryers, period, end of story. Fuck, paper towels, good. Air dryer, bad. And so my other place of work, which will not be mentioned, has these fancy air dryers. Oh, you mean the, the, at the Richland County Public Library? <laughs> Anyways. There are these air dryers, and if you're on YouTube, you'll get what I'm doing here. They, 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 they you're, you're supposed to place your hands inside them as if you were inserting them into gloves. And so the space between your hands is about three inches. So invariably, the one thing an air dryer is supposed to do is prevent touch. But you it's it's you they're like hand condoms it is impossible not to touch it's, the edges of this thing as you it's play. the it's the adult uh, adult game of operation like you're you're basically right. playing it, the adult it, it, uh, it, game it, of operation and boom you die if right. you touch the it's called, side. It's called hey Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to fecal matter operation <laughs> where today if you touch the sides you you could get <laughs> Herpes too. Trick. Gonorrhea. Syphilis. What surprises are waiting for you? And COVID. That's right. And and you know, while you're at it, why don't you just oh, dry off your lips? <laughs> I mean, stick your face in here. Don't touch the sides, ladies and gentlemen. What a prize. No VD for you. I'm serious. These this, this stupid. I mean, some moron traveled over to Italy or whatever. It was like this is the most fashionable. Uh, hand dryer, air dryer in the world. You can't put your hands in there without touching the sides. And all you're doing anyway is blowing your own fecal matter all over the bathroom. Folks, it probably, it probably, it probably started at the Vatican and it was like a, it was like helping <laughs> priests, helping priests not have wandering hands. Like pre priests, it was like a discipline thing for priests. Like you can't, you, your hands can't wander. Yeah, exactly. This, this model, this model has, this model has had the electroshock uh, component turned off. I yeah. somehow think they failed the no touch test. Carla from Burnt Corn, you got something for the napkin of Pete? <laughs> I do. Um, occasionally, I will have these. Um, young women who will come in and they're dressed in these kind of um they look like gypsies the way they dress and they've got these crystals hanging from them and all this jewelry and they um inevitably want to come in and comment about what a lovely aura i have and 
you know, they're so deeply spiritual and they haven't bathed and you don't have to worry about them using the soap anywhere because, you know, they have on these sleeveless dresses and when they point up to the menu, you can see that they don't shave their armpits. And it's like, um, I, I'm not sure what spiritual thing that you're following, but anything that doesn't involve bathing, um, I'm probably not interested in. I mean, okay. do you know who I'm say, talking? Do you know what I'm say, talking about? Yeah, yes, we're gonna call this neo new agers. Neo neo new agers are on the hate napkins. Right. These are the people that say, uh, tell me about your sign and you know, were you born when you were born, was there more blood on your ass than your head? Um, you tell tell me, oh, and yes, yes, come here and sniff my pits. Do you like my my the essence of my hairy armpits? And oh, listen, I've got some uh, crystals stuck up my twat. Let me pull them out here, and we can I'll, I'll throw them on the floor like dice, and we'll read them, and I can tell you your future. <laughs> I like the fact that anybody would come up to Carla and go, I can tell by your aura you're a beautiful person. <laughs> she like, yo, bitch, bam. <laughs> How do you feel about my aura now? <laughs> no, it's just it's just one of those kind of um, moments where I have the behold the field in which I grow my fucks. Lay thine eyes upon it, and thou shalt see that it is barren. much more eloquently played. The, uh, so spe more eloquently. Speaking of Baron, I can actually read uh, someone's uh, sighing and future and all of that stuff from a bloody tampon. So if you if you present the bloody tampon, yeah, I can read the, it. The, the, and I, you've taken the reading of the entrails to a totally new level. <laughs> But essentially, there is no difference between re reading the entrails, a horoscope, and trying to interpret your future from a, a, a tampon. Used tampon, that is. Used tampon. I once, uh, so I once went into a psychic in Washington, D.C., and at the time I was writing a novel, and I posed completely as my, the protagonist of my novel. So here was a character I had spent like years developing. So I knew the history, everything about this character. So I completely presented myself as my protagonist, Dante uh, Pachado from my novel. <laughs> and I did an entire psychic reading and she kept asking me questions. And I'm like, I knew all the answers because I'd created this character. And she gave me this completely serious tarot reading, which I went, you know, I memorized the whole thing. I wrote it down. I took pictures and then I went... <laughs> And then I went and I embedded the tarot reading into the novel. <laughs> and I was like, whatever she said the future held for him, that's actually, that's how the rest of the book went. <laughs> so I think it's, but of course, you know, mumbo jumbo idiot crystal nutwag, um, you know, thought all of this was me. And, you know, it, it, there are so many, there's so many shysterisms. I guess if people need to cling to, uh, you know, moon bottles of water and, you know, signs and horoscopes and crystals and long armpit hair and, you know, whatever. I, I, what do I care? It doesn't, it doesn't impact me. But 
It does when they're reading your aura. <laughs> I'm working here. I'm making a parfait. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? If they're if they're duped into thinking you're a nice person, I mean, <laughs> so be it. <laughs> I'm not a nice person. The truth, the truth is, folks, Carla from Burnt actually has the most pleasing aura ever. It smells like snow geese mating in a field of marshmallows. And hot sauce. <laughs> it depends on where you apply the hot sauce. <laughs> snow geese, do, do snow geese bring hot sauce on a date? I mean, that's the real question. All right. I got something for the hate neck in here. It's 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 an all-time, it's a top ten all-time to me. This is a top ten all-time moment. <laughs> And I, I hope I hope this one resonates with all of us. It's people who use the dictionary in arguments. People who use the dictionary in arguments. So you might be having some, some sort of a debate. A Are debate they with hitting you over the head with it because it's a big book? Or what's <laughs> well, the... like, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, folks, you brought a Webster, but I brought the Oxford English Dictionary, motherfucker. All twenty-three volumes. You are going down. No, I mean, I'm talking about people who are like, you know, you'll be in like this intense uh, debate with somebody about racism or any other. And they're like, well, I just looked it up and Webster says the dictionary definition of racism is blah, 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 blah. Like you can't use dictionary definitions in your arguments for anything. That's just, that's, that's, that's some idiot thinking that they're being scholastic or academic. I mean, it doesn't matter what the subject is. You could be talking about carburetors. You can be, it doesn't matter. Anybody who goes to the dictionary in an argument is a fucking doofus. You can't use the dictionary well, to defend anything. You can, well, you can't say, let's look up the word for douchebag. Let's just look at the, right. the technical definition of a douchebag. Oh, and look, it shows a picture of Polly from Bali in a cocktail lounge in Phnom Penh. I right. have a, yeah, yeah, I have a quick uh, sub story on that that we'll ha probably have to cut okay. out. But uh, no, no, my, my, my sister's uh, ex-husband, his name was Victor, <laughs> and uh, he was like, he was like beating my nephew in the basement and like, he was just he, this he was what? beating, beating my nephew in beating. the basement, okay. uh, also hit my sister a couple times, oh, and, my, fuck and, and uh, he had this office uh, where... He had this like sacred dictionary. Like none of the kids could go into the office. No one could go into his sacred dictionary. So, oh my god! My brother, my oldest, old, my can't. oldest brother, my oldest brother, my oldest brother, turned to the word. His name's Victor. He went to Schwinkter in the dictionary, and he like used a glue thing and glued his picture on Schwinkter in the sacred dictionary. <laughs> Closed it <laughs> exactly in the office, is... and uh, like I still don't know if he if he's seen this to this day, but just may may it be the last yeah, word yeah. he ever looks up. But the the moment before he leaves this life, right? May he so, look up the word sphincter and see and, himself. And my oldest brother really called it, called this guy early on, where we were all like, "Oh, well, he's got a job, so therefore he must be good." Um, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was it was perfect. It was perfect. No, so anyways, that's uh, that, that, why would you cut that? That's exactly what I'm talking about. The only reason the dictionary ever should be used in an argument 
is to point out that somebody is a fuckwad sphincter camel fuck cunt bucket. I mean, I don't know if that was in the Oxford English Dictionary. It's probably brought to you by way. demonetization of <laughs> your YouTube. <laughs> brought to you by baenglish.com. baenglish.com for all of your sphincter English lexicon needs. Um, but anyways, as, as long just, as you don't it, need it, someone with a master's degree, don't remember. Anytime somebody pulls out the dictionary and debate, it's a debate worth walking away from because, like, that's their that's their idea of, of academic debate is Webster's. Anyways, along along those lines is, are also the uh, evangelicals. Uh, for the most part, I think this is an evangelical thing. Even though we don't talk about religion in this show, it is a cultural right byproduct of evangelicalism. People who say what your name means. People who say what your name means in a religious sense. So I, my name is Eric. And people will go, oh, did you know that your name means godly power? Your name means godly power in the Bible. I'm like, I read the Bible 15 times. It doesn't say Eric anywhere. Where are you getting that from? I don't know, but I've got this list here. And it says what your name is. Oh, your name is Polly? It means he... He who shall abstain from head and shoulders. <laughs> and, oh, you're Carla? Please do not put hot sauce. It means please do not put hot sauce on your anus during a date. <laughs> I mean, there's, there's this, I'm telling you, there is this, and there's this company, I don't know what it's called, but it makes these certain kind of, they're going to be like 17 evangelicals in the country going, I'm going to listen to this show forever. They make these plaques. And it has their name on it. And underneath it, it has the biblical definition or meaning of your name followed by some sort of meaningless Bible verse pulled out of context. I mean, your name could be Barfa, and it would say, Angelic Poo. Your name means Angelic Poo. And here's a verse from Revelations that proves it. I mean, it's just it's just cultural idiot. If, I swear to God, if there are like 60 million evangelicals in this country. If you walk into their houses, I promise you on the wall, I promise you, on the wall are these plaques with their every, the name of every person that lives in that house, what their name means, plus a Bible verse underneath it. It's the stupidest thing I've ever seen in my life. Like, my name is A-R-I-K. There's no biblical reference to my name. Oh, and, and all these people are like, you know your name means godly power. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? My name means Eric. That's it. It's four letters. Latin letters. It means Eric. It means it means nothing. It's I just think Eric. I think it means long-winded explanation. I'm pretty sure it means. See, I would just cut to the chase and take a sharpie, and cross off the meaning and just write gullible. <laughs> Did you know that uh, Clotidia means gullible? <laughs> Your name is Clotidia, and it means gullible. <laughs> He who, it means she who is easily taken. She who is easily taken. And here's a Bible verse in Ezekiel about the, the prophetess who has raped up the asshole. <laughs> she who is easily taken. <laughs> I just, there, there are so many people out there who are so absolutely ass ignorant about language and meaning and history. Sometimes I just, I think I'm getting to an age I'm almost 50, where I just, instead of like trying to respond to people and educate them anymore, I just sit back and listen and I'm thoroughly entertained by the idiocy. I don't, I don't debate anybody anymore on anything. 
I just sit back and go, wow. Inside you is a brain that in theory, if exercised well, could get us to Mars. Instead, <laughs> you've devoted it entirely to looking up Webster's and coming up with crony definitions of names from the Bible. That's, that's just amazing, an amazing misuse of this, um, of this cranium, of like billions of years of evolution. You know, some people use their brains to, you know, cure cancer. Some use it to put satellites around Uranus. You, however, have devoted the entire university. Yeah, you, 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 you know that, have divided you know that the entirety of your gray matter to getting a, a degree from Trump University. Do you know, according and, to according to Webster, there are 13 rings around Uranus? Actually, I really I do. That's have, true, though. <laughs> I actually have a I have a I have a copy of Oxford English Dictionary. It's my most prized possession. It's worth like I don't know how many, how many thousands of dollars. I actually do hope that my daughter goes and puts a picture of me next to Uranus and like glues it in there. <laughs> and then like centuries from now, because nobody, I mean, an Oxford English dictionary is something that survives time. Nobody gets rid of those. Like they'll be, it'll be sitting in some, you know, library or, you know, collection 300 years from now. And somebody will finally pull out the U, the, vol the U volume and look it up. And there will be my picture. <laughs> and I'll be like, <laughs> and, that, and that will be the totality of my of my immortality. The totality. Immorality. <laughs> you were right. The first. Okay, I got a hate napkin. I got a random hate napkin. I want to. All right, all right. You're gonna, you're following it up. This is this is we're coming down okay. the stretch now. So I really I like listening to music, and I have my favorite yeah. rock stars, and then like they age. I'm aging. I'm 45, you're 50, Carla's 107. Rock song, rock stars who write songs about their kids. Rock stars who get married and oh have kids, and, and they are like brilliant rock stars. They write rock songs, and then all of a sudden they do like, baby, 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 blue eyes, or some like fucking heart, like just horrible song about their baby. We don't want to hear about. We want you to continue to play rock music. Well, here's the problem: is that they have misnamed the title of the song. It should be "My Dick Works" because it's an it's an homage to the fact that their dick works. It should no. It should be "My Dick Still Works." After all these drugs, after all these drugs, my dick still works. <laughs> Actually, I had a really crass joke. You know, when Eric Clapton's kid fell from like three stories and splattered on the sidewalk, he wrote tears he wrote in heaven. He wrote tears in heaven. <laughs> I, I mean, maybe that one's appropriate because it's still <laughs> right. It should be called tears in heaven. Why did my dick work? <laughs> More like yeah, drops on the pavement, tears on the pavement. I, my first thought when you said that was tears in heaven. Going, you're like I hate it when people write songs about their kids, especially when they fall on third story windows and no, no, this is 
this is a that's an exception to the rule here. I mean, I don't okay, hear, okay, okay. I don't want to hear like Let's, I don't want to hear your parenting song or whatever. However, like, right? You're like, oh, but your my kid has uh, is beautiful. No, just fucking keep singing rock and roll. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, listen. I mean, Although, we're I talking guess, about. I guess Eric Eric Clapton's kid did rock and roll. Like he bounced, maybe bounced <laughs> first, or just was it more of a splatter. I'm not sure. In the, I don't. I don't really. I don't really feel bad making fun of him. He's become such a mutated, pro-COVID, oh, anti-vaxxing, yeah, asshole. Like I don't. I don't. I don't. We, Eric. In fact, let's just put Eric Clapton on the hate napkin. It's been a while since we put anybody on the hate napkin. Yeah. So as long as we're going to name rock stars who sing make songs about their kids, let's just put anti-vaxxer Eric Clapton on the hate napkin. Right, and that's just karma. Your kid, your kid. It's just time is time is fluid. Time is fluid, and you caused this by by being an anti-vaxxer. How many kids did you kill, or how many people did you kill? I, I will I will note that Carla has been actually quiet the past minute and a half, which usually means we've gone so far beyond. The- so far over the line. <laughs> That's my barometer. Is like, oh wait, Carla's not saying anything. We may have no, crossed the line. The, here, for those who aren't watching on YouTube, it's the disapproving look that is coming <laughs> through the screen at the moment. So, well, as Woody Allen once told us, tragedy plus time equals comedy. Tragedy well, let's put Woody time. Allen on the hate napkin. <laughs> Oh, I love Woody. I'm a big yeah. Woody Allen fan. You can, you guys, no, we're not going down that road. No, we're going to stick with rock stars. By the way, and, I, and, a good and point. If, oh. if you're Woody Allen, if you wait long enough, time enough oh, time, no. she's of legal age. If you right. wait it's... enough time, no longer a tragedy. <laughs> tragedy, it becomes a, a legal act. Wait, you know, listen. By the way, I looked up tragedy in the dictionary. <laughs> And it's not a word. And it's not there. <laughs> so we have brought to you all sorts of things that we hate today, including rock stars in their 70s who do songs about their kids and all the other. Oh, and uh, marble uh, public restroom soap and pubic hairs in the uh, pickled egg jar. <laughs> and so many other things, folks. We will never run out of first world hate. There might be starving children dying of diphtheria ever, you know, everywhere for the to, to the end of time. But we will always have an unlimited number of first world things that we hate. First, also by uh, aud- uh, not Audible, fuck Audible. No, no, don't fuck Audible because Anchor FM brings you Audible. Thank you, Anchor FM, for being the best podcasting platform in the world. They're not connected to Audible. But let's let's thank uh, babies falling from uh, high rises because they brought us some laughs today. I mean, and fr- frankly, if there are tears in heaven, aren't they going to fall down anyway? <laughs> Just like the kid. Well, okay. Well, let's see. let's say you're in a total vacuum and you drop a baby and a tear from heaven at the same time. Which one hits first? Which one hits first? <laughs> Cheers and creamy butter turning out Hatchum's 22. I need to look this up on Webster. I gotta I gotta figure this one out. All I can say is after this segment, this was a fun experiment. Just like the United States, folks.
I oh, please send us the things that you hate, including us individually at info at the hatenapkin.com. If you hate Polly and me, I don't blame you. Let us know at info at the hatenapkin.com. We're also over on the Book of Face, Instagram, and Twitter at the hatenapkin. At the hatenapkin. Oh, I feel I feel purged. Uh Carla. After that hot sauce, you should. Carla, would you like to say the phrase? Take us to out of the into no, the. No, I won't. I won't say it. Oh, folks, we have just finished traveling deep inside the annals of Hades.